Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. You know it's not a good day for a cabinet nominee when there's video of his ex-wife talking about alleged abuse on TV, and it only took a couple of hours of that before, well, tell us what happened, Michael Warren. <laughs> well, uh, I, Andy Puzder, the former, now former nominee uh, for Labor Secretary, has uh, reportedly withdrawn his nomination the day before he was supposed to uh, testify before the uh, Senate Help Committee. Uh, and so now Donald Trump is having to find himself a new uh, nominee and one that can get Republican support. This was uh, this was a nominee who uh, was losing every single day for the last four days or so, uh, Republican senators, and, and that was a problem. We'll talk about that in a second. First, though, let's talk about the big loss, the loss of the possibility of free Carl's Jr. and Hardy's Burgers <laughs> in and around the place where we work. Exactly. I mean, that would have been that would have been fantastic. And better still, the kind of people that his company, CKE, used to sell those burgers, <laughs> attractive, damp women near fancy cars. So <laughs> th- all that's gone. So I'm, I'm, I'm crying on the inside. I think I Trump is crying more <laughs> than anybody. <laughs> but uh, you mentioned the, that Trump was losing Republican support right. for Puzder. Tell us what we can learn from how this evolved and where we ended up. So like with all the other Trump nominees, pretty much all the other Trump nominees, the Democrats pretty much from the beginning said, uh, we're not interested in this guy. And, and look, I can kind of understand why uh, the the a, a man, a CEO of a major fast food company who has talked about how he opposes minimum wage hikes, Democrats might not <laughs> like that guy, uh, even though the Labor Secretary, Secretary doesn't do much. Uh, but for the most part, there was the anger and the opposition toward Puzder was coming from uh, Democrats. And ultimately, it didn't really matter because all Puster needed was all the Republicans to get on board. The problem started over the weekend uh, when Republicans in the Senate started telling people like Mitch McConnell, I, I don't know if we can get on board with this guy. There's too much out there at this point uh, that's going to make this a really tough vote. What are those things? There was a uh, a video from uh, uh, the Oprah Winfrey show about, I don't know, maybe 30, 25, yeah, 25, 25, 30 years, years ago, ago uh, of Puzder's uh, ex-wife uh, claiming that uh, he had uh, threatened her to abuse her. Messy divorce proceedings, whatever the case was, uh, this was out there. And that caused at least one or two senators to to back away. The other thing that was uh, that had come out was that uh, Puzder was uh, employing a, an illegal immigrant as a maid and probably paying her under the table in cash. He now claims he's paid back taxes on that, but this was a this was sort of a one-two punch that Republicans said we don't really want to see thirty-second ads against us in two or four years saying we voted for this guy. How much is this also related to the fact that, like Betsy DeVos? The area where Puzzle is going in labor has a strong Democratic constituency. And nationally, as we see private sector labor union membership way down. Right. But still, it's a battle that Democrats were likely to pick up no matter who the nominee was. Absolutely. But once again, as is often the case in Trump's Washington, uh, Trump gave them uh, uh, the perfect foil to right. sort of make that case. And, uh, and so that was a problem. And it really sort of uh, underlies, I think, as well. Uh, the Trump administration's so far spotty record in terms of reaching out to Senate Republicans. Look, the most important constituency in Washington right now with the way the government is uh, is sort of allocated here are Senate Republicans because they're the key for Trump for getting anything 
done. They don't have a filibuster-proof majority. They've got 52 votes in the Senate. They can't afford to lose the Trump administration any uh, Republican votes. Mm -hmm. Maybe one, maybe two. The Betsy DeVos nomination, a perfect example of that that very, very tight rope that uh, the Trump administration is walking. And yet, if at the end of this, the only person Trump loses is a puzzler in this environment, given history really since the Clinton administration, we started kind of having the we, you know, there's a, an extra, was an air and a spare kind of thing. You exactly. Always, you have, always have one cabinet pick who's just kind of off And they the always seem truck. to have, they always are, are employing illegal yeah, immigrants. Illegal it's ma- a weird thing. Exactly. I don't know. To me, that should be like the first question in the questionnaire. <laughs> have you ever? And just move along. But why does Trump look so weak despite right, right, the fact right, right. that if you look at the record at the end of the season, it's going to be, you know, whatever, uh, 14 out of 15. That's a pretty good record. Right. But the the problem here is that uh, Trump is just barely getting these folks in and uh, and barely getting his policies through. And you're already seeing some Republicans who were in the Senate who were not necessarily on board the Trump train, given all sorts of reasons to get off and to get off early. That's what we're seeing with these uh, uh, these threats of investigating Mike Flynn and the uh, connections with uh, with Russia as well. Donald Trump needs to start reaching out to Republicans, senators. It's not going to be enough to just try to push through and get by barely based on the rules here. Uh, He's got to start making relationships and uh, start making deals uh, with the Senate Republicans. Look, Mitch McConnell really wanted Andy Puzder to be uh, confirmed and and was telling telling me earlier this week it was going to happen. Um, This is really, I, I think, a failure of Uh, communication and relationship building between the White House and the Senate, which, by the way, is in Republican hands. (laughs) You know, the fact that I tell everybody that continues to shock them, Michael Warren, it hasn't even been a month yet. (laughs) It hasn't been one month. Michael Warren, great job, by the way, breaking the story on Monday at the Weekly Standard. And thanks for joining us for the podcast. Thanks, Michael. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. You can subscribe to them on iTunes and you'll never miss another one. Or just go to weeklystandard.com and click on the podcast button. You'll find our podcast there. You'll find the Confab, other great podcasts, our weekly crystal clear podcast with our partners at podcastone.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Michael Graham.